This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way, with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 38 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Archery is the art and skill of shooting with a bow and an arrow. Although it does not require great strength, it does require fundamental skills and precision of the shooter's form. Archery is a sport where the shooter must build their coordination and, through countless hours of practice, increase their accuracy and consistency. Getting involved in archery is extremely rewarding, not only for the person involved, but the whole community of archers as a whole. Archery can be enjoyed in large social circles, or it can be exclusively an individual sport. For a more gratifying experience, archery can be done as a family activity. There are countless opportunities to get involved with different clubs, leagues, and tournaments. Getting involved in archery has benefits beyond the sport itself. Archery increases hand-eye coordination, teaches patience, improves focus, develop skills, and builds self-confidence. Archery is a sport that anyone can participate in regardless of ability. A trip to your local archery shop can help introduce a beginning shooter to the sport of archery. Trained and educated staff are on site to encourage new shooters to get excited about archery. Most archery shops not only have a showroom with equipment and merchandise, but they also have a shooting range right there next to the showroom where they schedule classes and oftentimes have private lessons. Before jumping right in and making a purchase, there are a few preliminary questions a new archer must identify or be taught from an experienced individual. What is his or her draw length, draw weight, and is the shooter left or right eye dominant? When you purchase a bow, you have to get your bow fitted to you. When your bow is fitted at the proper draw length, you will be at your most comfortable and most accurate position when you're at full draw. 
Draw length is a measurement of extended arm span from fingertip across chest to opposite fingertip in inches. When you divide this number by 2.5, the answer is a rough estimate of your draw length. Your draw length is approximately the same as your height in inches, minus 15, and divided by 2. These are a few ways to determine draw length on your own, but the best suggestion is to seek the advice from a professional in the industry who can best fit a particular type of bow to your body and make sure that you are comfortable. Draw weight is the greatest amount of weight an archer will pull when drawing back a bow or pulling the string all the way back before a shot. With a traditional bow, the draw weight continues to increase as the bow is drawn back. A compound bow will increase to the greatest weight and then drop in weight after it breaks over to the holding weight. The holding weight is typically 20 to 30% of the peak weight. This allows the archer to hold on a target much longer with a compound bow than rather with a traditional bow. Your ideal draw weight is one where you can pull your bow back in a smooth and controlled manner. Eye dominance matters because this will determine whether you invest in a right-handed bow or a left-handed bow. Choose a bow that matches your eye dominance rather than your hand dominance. Right is right and left is left, usually. Most right-handed people are right-eye dominant and most left-handed people are left-eye dominant. That's not always the case. For some people, hand and eye dominance are opposite, which can create a dilemma for those participating in the shooting sports. The dominant eye will always command the sight line when you shoot with both eyes open, which is always recommended when shooting a bow. When you close one eye, you lose all depth perception. Shooting with both eyes open will allow the archer to see the sight picture, the target, and their background more easily. If you are shooting with equipment that does not match your dominant eye, you will not be able to effectively see your sight picture and your target as one image. Most often, double vision occurs when trying to do this. Your dominant eye needs to be directly behind the string to line everything up on your bow. The line of sight and path of arrow should be one and the same. One easy method to determine eye dominance is standing about 10 feet from a friend or a helper. Extend both arms and hands in front of your body and cross your hands on top of each other so they make a small triangle between your thumbs and your index fingers. With both eyes open, look through the hole that you just made with your hands and stare at your friend's nose. Your friend will be able to see your dominant eye through the small hole that you made with your hand. Your dominant eye will take over when focusing on an object. These few basic things are extremely important to recognize from a new shooter's perspective. Seeking the advice of a professional will help properly fit the bow for the size and ability of the shooter. If a bow is too hard to use, too hard to pull back or operate, a new shooter will lose interest real quick due to the unnecessary grief and frustration with improperly fitted equipment. Seeking guidance from someone who knows the sport and what merchandise is available in the industry to best suit your needs will make for a much more pleasurable experience for everyone involved. There are a wide variety of bows on the market today that are made by different manufacturers and come in countless brands, countless styles, and designs. 
your selection of bow and category of bow will depend upon what you intend to use it for. Typically, bows fall into four categories, long bows, recurve bows, compound bows, and crossbows. Some shooters argue that the crossbow is technically not a bow, but for purposes of this informational podcast, I'll provide the information so everyone understands what it is. The longbow, otherwise known as a traditional bow, has been around since the beginning of time, and it was the most popular tool to take to battle due to its ability to shoot at a long distance. Today, the longbow is still a very popular choice for traditional archers and for bow hunters. This bow is typically made from the wood of the yew tree and is around six feet long. Modern longbows are laminated with all forms of wood and fiberglass assembly. The shape of the longbow is slightly curved, giving the shooter the ability to pull the string back smoothly. The longbow is generally shot without any sights or gadgets, such as silencers and stabilizers. This is the preferred bow for quick and instinctive shoot-where-you-look shooting. These bows are not as fast as modern recurve or compound bows. Some archers enjoy constructing their own bows, and the longbow is usually the all-time favorite to build. If you are not interested in the dazzling, accessory-adorned bows of today, the traditional longbow may be the closest you can get to a vintage bow. By definition of the string, when it touches or rests on the curved limbs of the bow when strung, then the bow is classified as a recurve bow. If the string does not touch or rest on the curved limbs, then the bow is not considered a recurve. The recurve have tips that curve away from the archer when the bow is unstrung. A recurve bow stores more energy than a long bow of equal size, allowing the arrow to travel further. The limbs of the bow are usually made from multiple layers of fiberglass, carbon, and or wood on a core of carbon foam or wood. Arrows used with recurve bows are wooden shafted or heavy aluminum shafted arrows. The compound bow has a more complicated design with many moving parts using a system of cables and pulleys to bend the limbs. The limbs of a compound bow are much stiffer than those of a longbow or a recurve. When the string is drawn back, the wheels or cams turn. An archer can draw back and aim for a longer time with the compound bow. These bows have been around since the 1960s and are becoming increasingly popular with bow hunters, competitive shooters, and youth who are new to the sport. Another desirable feature of the compound bow is its compact size, allowing for archers to maneuver the bow in smaller spaces. Arrows used with compound bows differ significantly from arrows used with recurve or long bows. Shafts of arrows used with compound bows are usually made of aluminum alloy or a carbon composite material and are lighter than arrows used with recurves or longbows. In contrast to the recurve, the longbow, or the compound bow, which all shoot arrows and are all held vertically, crossbows are in a category sometimes all on their own. Crossbows have been around for a very long time. A crossbow could be considered a firearm in every sense of the word. The main difference is that it shoots short arrows called bolts rather than bullets or arrows. Crossbows shoot bolts. 
The crossbow has the appearance of a gun with a small bow attached to it, and it's also held horizontally. The crossbow, like other bows, can be very accurate and very powerful. It can come in many styles and designs, and the stock and limbs can be made from a wide range of materials like wood, steel, and modern composites like fiberglass and carbon. Crossbows are almost completely mechanical. They are typically loaded or cocked by placing your foot in the crossbow's stirrup while it rests upright on the ground. The shooter bends over the crossbow and pulls the string up or draws it back until it snaps into place and it's loaded. Some crossbows have a mechanical winder that can be wound by hand, and some newer designs have automatic cocking mechanisms of the crossbow. Once loaded, the shooter aims through a scope or a sight and squeezes a trigger to release the bolt, hoping to hit their intended target, just like a rifle. Making sure you know your state or provincial laws, there are different licenses and regulations of the crossbow compared to other bows. It is always your responsibility to know the rules and regulations of the area where you'll be shooting. For young people getting involved in archery, manufacturers have developed bows that grow with your child. Gone are the days where you have to purchase a new bow for each birthday because they have outgrown the last. Bow shops and archery stores usually allow customers to try out equipment before they make this investment. This is especially true for youth. If a child is introduced to an activity such as archery and the equipment does not fit them, such as the bow being too long or too heavy, this will make for an uncomfortable and a miserable experience. Chances are not good that the youngster will want to try it out again or in the future. On the other hand, if you seek knowledgeable individuals who can assist with proper equipment and sizing, the probability that a young person will have a great time significantly increases. It's important to understand the arrows when you're talking about archery. The body of the arrow is called a shaft. Arrow shafts are made from wood, aluminum, carbon fiber, fiberglass, or a combination of aluminum and carbon fiber. Wooden arrow shafts are the favored choice of archers who shoot a recurve bow or a longbow. Aluminum is one of the most popular shafts used today due to their lightweight design and resistance to bending. Carbon fiber shafts are strong, lightweight, and have a very small diameter which, by design, increases arrow speed. Tubular fiberglass shafts are durable and are a good arrow for beginning archers. Solid fiberglass shafts, commonly used in bow fishing, are extremely durable and heavy and are used for shooting carp, gar, and other similar fish. Many shooters and bow hunters make their arrows personal and like to have a crest on their arrows. Cresting helps identify a shooter's arrow like a brand and gives the shooter their individual style. These colored rings are usually painted or wrapped below the fletching. Arrow fletching is made up of three or more feathers or plastic or vinyl veins. One will be a different color and is called the cock or index fletch. Fletching on an arrow shaft stabilizes the arrow during flight by spinning it, just like a thrown football. If properly shot, these arrows can fly hundreds of yards. These arrows are ideal for hunting big game animals such as deer or elk. Flu-flu fletching is usually made from a turkey wing feather wrapped around the arrow shaft, glued in place, 
then picked apart and separated to give it a bristle-like appearance. A flu-flu arrow is specifically designed to travel short distances. These arrows usually have six or more large feathers or a cluster of fletching designed to slow or drag the arrow in flight. If properly shot, these arrows do not travel far. Bow hunters use a flu-flu for small game or game bird hunting. Arrow points come in different sizes, shapes, styles, and all serve a different function. The same arrow can be fitted for one type of point to practice shooting during the year, then change to a different type of point for hunting. Bullet and field target points are designed to shoot into paper and into foam targets. Judo points have what looks like a claw of wired points and are usually used for field practice and designed not to get lost across the ground. Blunt tips have a squared rubber, plastic, or steel tip and are used for small game hunting and bird hunting with the flu-flu arrow fletching and kill by shock. Bow fishing points are steel and have barbs to penetrate certain types of hard-scaled fish. Broadheads are used for hunting game animals. There are three types of broadheads, fixed blades, removable blades, and mechanical or expandable blades. All broadheads must be razor sharp, durable, and match the game that you are hunting. Safety always comes first. Anytime you are transporting arrows, they must be kept in a covered quiver. There are three basic designs of quivers. There are back quivers, hip quivers, and bow quivers. The quiver protects your arrows from becoming damaged, but more importantly, covers the arrow points so you do not hurt yourself or others. This is particularly important while you're transporting your broadheads. The quiver must be completely shielding the broadheads for protection. It is also for keeping them razor sharp when ready to go hunting to ensure a quick, clean, and ethical kill. The secret to introducing anybody to the sport of archery and to hooking them into this lifelong sport is to make sure they have fun. Today's society has shaped our kids to be as fast-paced and in constant motion as their parents are these days. Kids do not seem to have the downtime or free time as they once did so many years ago. The societal change has developed a need for instant gratification and immediate reward. Archery is a sport that can offer this gratification given the right conditions. When introducing a young shooter to archery, the objective should be to get them shooting as quickly as possible. With proper adult supervision and safety in mind always, let the youngster shoot and not worry about accuracy and exact marksmanship at this point. Oftentimes, parents who shoot archery or bow hunt want to inundate their child with the details, with accessories, sights, distance judging, and specific techniques. This does nothing but take the fun out of it for a young child, causing them to lose interest really quickly. When they are ready to learn accuracy, your child will let you know. Leave those details for another lesson down in the future. For now, let them have fun and let them start flinging arrows. For a new shooter, the first step is to find a location to shoot. If you have some property or a large enough backyard and your municipality allows you to shoot within the city or county limits, a safe target range can easily be set up. You will need to make sure that every arrow that is shot is safely contained. 
That means if a shooter misses a target, what is beyond that target, and can you retrieve your arrow? Where will the arrow land, and is it safe? Shooting ranges have some type of backstop which prevents arrows from traveling past a target if the target is missed. This can easily be done by hanging large pieces of layered carpet remnants behind a target. Placing targets in front of a stack of hay bales works very well. If archery is something you anticipate spending a lot of time with, the best suggestion is to invest in an archery net specifically designed to prevent arrows from penetrating the tightly woven mesh. Once a new shooter is equipped with a bow that properly fits them and there is a place to safely shoot under proper supervision, then it's time to have fun. Target shooting is a fun way to build confidence and skills. For the new shooter, always begin with a large target clear from any bullseye or scoring rings to aim at. The idea is to hit the target itself and not to worry about shooting for the highest score. The difference between a blank target and a ringed or scored target is if a new person hits a blank target, he or she feels successful for placing an arrow on the target. If that same person hits the exact same spot, but now it's on a ringed or bullseye target, sometimes you might feel a little frustrated or a sense of failure because the score they hit may not be the highest score on the target. If a new shooter sees a bullseye target with a tiny 10-ring diameter X marks the spot in the center, anxiety tends to rise, target anxiety happens, and the pressure to hit that center can be overwhelming. If you are a shooter and you're shooting at a block or a circle target and you're able to turn it completely around, hopefully the backside of that target is solid white or black and has no markings, so all pressure is removed. You may even have to cover the face of the target with a large sheet of butcher paper or other type of paper that an arrow can safely penetrate. Now, this new shooter has a large, solid-colored cube or a massive disc to hit. Just like that, you have increased their odds of success and boosted this new archer's confidence. The next thing to remember is building accuracy and marksmanship, which takes a lot of practice and a lifetime to perfect. Always start close to the target to ensure a hit. Once you begin shooting and realize how much fun it is to release an arrow from your bow and penetrate into a target, you are on your way to begin working on your form and function and improve your accuracy with every shot you take. It's best to introduce one correction at a time if you're helping a new shooter. If you overwhelm a new shooter with lots of information and too many corrections all at once, once again, you might lose them to frustration. Work on the way they hold their bow, then work on the way they hold their arrow, their side alignment, their hold, their draw, their release. Every little step has lots of ways that you can help improve their function one little nugget at a time. Once corrected and the new shooter is feeling comfortable with that change or adjustment, let them shoot for a while longer before you suggest another change. You might work on the way they draw their bow back, and so on. Slowly, their form is improving, and with that, everything else soon falls into place around accuracy and consistency. 
Once a new shooter becomes comfortable with shooting the bow and better understanding what they are doing with repetitive practice, it may be time to give them a target with scoring rings so they can practice aiming and focusing on a smaller area. If they are shooting arrows in a group, hitting the same area over and over again, it's definitely time for a target with a bullseye ring. You and your new shooter will both recognize how swiftly their concentration improves and their focus sharpens to hit where they are aiming every time they're pulling back the bow on the target. You can always increase your marksmanship after you perfect your form and function by adding challenges to your shooting. You can play archery games around your target. For example, you can ask your person that you're shooting with to hit the 2 o'clock position and then change it up and tell them to hit the 11 o'clock position, and so on. Once they start regularly hitting their target where they're aiming, you can add objects for them to hit. You can tape different types of hard candies on the target randomly spaced around. Some colorful candies make a powdery puff when the target is hit. You can also tape balloons to the face or the front of the target so more instant gratification is achieved when your shooter is successful and hears the pop of the balloon. If you have permission to wander around on someone's property or even on your own land, stump shooting can be an addicting exercise in accuracy. Stump shooting is taking aim and shooting where you look at random objects and unknown distances. This is usually done with a longbow or a recurve bow because that's more instinctive shooting. You may be walking along a trail and see an orange maple leaf. You focus on the leaf, raise your bow, and shoot. This is called instinctive shooting, and you would use a certain type of tip on your arrow to do this, either a blunt tip or a judo point. You could even use a flu-flu arrow for stump shooting. The purpose of this exercise is to shoot where you look with an arrow that is not designed to travel great distances or penetrate the target. As you discover the fun of archery, there are several opportunities to improve your game and sharpen your skills. There are many types of archery depending on your interest and access to clubs, leagues, shooting ranges, and opportunities. Each type can overlap one another, and there are variations within each category as well. Each type of archery represents a different skill set available to you as you progress in the sport. In target archery, competitors are timed as they shoot at circular targets which are stationed at particular marked distances. The more you practice, the more you shoot, the better you will get at judging distance when in the fields and in the woods. Timed archery improves skills and reflexes, which are both essential when bow hunting. Distance estimation is a critical component in deciding whether or not to take a shot when you are bow hunting. Field archery can be compared to a mixture of archery and golf. Each target presents varying challenges and targets are set up along a course. Field archery presents targets set out at unpredictable marked distances over an irregular landscape, often in rustic or wooded areas and almost always outdoors. Targets can be offered at steep angles, displaying uphill or downhill targets. Field archery prepares a hunter for real-life situations when in the field. If one chooses still hunting or stalking, a shooting opportunity may present itself at any time. Animals may be moving alongside a steep hill 
or crossing a winding stream, presenting challenging target angles to the bow hunter. Field archery duplicates these types of conditions one may find in nature and helps the bow hunter prepare for success year-round. Three-dimensional or 3D archery is a split from field archery. In 3D archery, the archer shoots at life-size, three-dimensional animal targets made from foam. The primary objective of shooting 3D archery is to improve your skills as a bow hunter. Most bow hunters have to be a pretty good estimator of distance to take a clean, quick, and ethical shot. 3D archery challenges the shooter to take shots at a variety of targets at unknown and unmarked distances. Bow fishing combines the sports of hunting and fishing with the skill of archery. Oftentimes, this is called archery fishing. Any type of archery bow will work, but the arrows used in bow fishing are modified. You are shooting at a much closer distance, and the arrows must penetrate dense or murky waters at times and capture your target while still keeping it on the arrow. The last component of a bow fishing setup is the reel. This usually clamps to the bow, and the attached fishing line is usually contained and stacked in a type of bottle since the line follows the path of the arrow. It needs to be free to move quickly as opposed to being wound around a reel. Bow fishing usually targets fish that are not fighting fish, which sport fishermen seek. Instead, bow fishing species are usually bottom feeders or fish that are low on the food chain. Some of these freshwater fish include carp, catfish, gars, suckers, and perch. Saltwater fish can include dogfish, sharks, and stingrays. Always make sure that you check your local rules and regulations and that you're following the law when you're out bow fishing. Becoming a bow hunter requires much more than just learning how to shoot a bow. A bow hunter must learn the limitations of their equipment and their own limitations. They must study the behaviors, the biology, habitat, and anatomy of the game animals they intend to hunt, since they will be shooting within very close range of these animals. They must excel in their ability to judge distances and to guarantee a quick, clean, and ethical shot to the vital zone of these animals. Bow hunters must have discipline and self-control to pass on a shot that is not ideal. They must build this knowledge base through research, practice, and dedication to the sport and to the animals they intend to hunt. Bow hunters spend countless hours practicing and preparing for their hunt. A year's worth of training may boil down to just one shot. By working on their shooting form and their consistency of each arrow being released, shot placement is crucial. 3D archery helps the bow hunter prepare for the proper shot placement. Shooting at 3D targets displayed at different angles, like broadside or quartering away, the shooter improves their accuracy and precision with hitting a vital organ such as the heart, liver, and lungs. This ensures a quick, clean, and ethical kill when in the field. The size and angle of the vital organs change with every turn the animal takes. Bow hunting is the oldest form of archery and one of the earliest traditions of hunting. Many people who want to hunt enjoy the sport of bow hunting for several reasons. Everyone enjoys being surrounded by the beauty of nature and all of the sounds to hear and sights to see while sitting quietly, 
camouflaged against their environment. Bow hunting regulations and seasons vary by state and province, and it is up to you, the responsible hunter, to know the laws in your jurisdiction. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. So it's fun to go with like just full blown redneck on these fish. This is like high tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun. Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.